enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Kristen, and I will be your host as we discuss season 13 of Doctor Who, aka Doctor Who Flux. If you haven't caught up on the season, you may want to save this episode and tune in later because there will be spoilers. We will be doing a lot of spoilers. If this is your first time tuning into the Temple of Geek podcast, welcome. The Temple of Geek podcast has been around since 2012 and is hosted by a variety of geeks in the Temple of Geek team. Here we cover all manner of geek and pop culture news and events. If you're one of our returning listeners, thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate all of you being here. With me today is Temple of Geek's own Elizabeth, along with friend of the podcast, Taylor. Thank you guys so much for joining. Can you briefly introduce yourselves to our listeners? Yes. Hello. My name is Taylor Dethridge. I go by They Seek Her There online quite a lot, so you might have seen me by that name. Uh, my pronouns are she, they. Uh, I do a lot of nerdy things in my life uh, for my profession. Um, I work for a Doctor Who convention called Chicago TARDIS. I work for a pop culture store, uh, and I also have my own business where we make a lot of pop culture enamel pins and accessories and things like that. Um, I also do uh, my main life job and life job in life. Wow, is uh, Mark. And I do marketing for like random conventions as well. So I really have so much of my life within like the geeky, nerdy spectrum. Awesome. All right. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. Um, I mostly Lady of Time cosplay online, shortened to LOT cosplay because character limits. Uh, she, her, and I write a lot of Doctor Who stuff for Temple Geek, mostly big finish stuff because that is my love. Um, <laughs> I was very excited when today they announced that they will be producing through 2020, 2030. So I'm very excited about that. I do a lot of cosplay, mostly Doctor Who cosplay, some Disney and starting to get into more Star Wars stuff, but Doctor Who is definitely my biggest fandom. <laughs> and Elizabeth just uh, teased a few of her costume that she's playing planning for Gallifrey One, and you guys are going to be, yes. you are going to love it, because I really love it. I'm very excited. I, 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 I could do a little tease right now for anybody watching the video, so. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I'm so glad to have, like, two fellow big Doctor Who fans here today. Um, so I think we'll just go ahead and start a little bit broad. What do you guys think of the overall event? What was your general overview of Doctor Who Flux? I honestly liked it. And I know there's a lot of division. <laughs> I feel like every time I go to hey, think of I'm like, hey, so <laughs> disclaimer, this is, you know, um, but no, I actually thought at, as much as everyone in the fandom has been wanting a thread of a storyline, like last we were on a little bit ago, Elizabeth and I with some other people with Monica and um, Maddie talking about the beginning of Flux. And we were talking a lot about how it, I brought up how it reminded me of the 11th Doctor, like some of the 
um, ongoing storylines in like the 11th Doctor's run where it's darker and there's a lot of weird underlying stuff going on. And this definitely continued to remind me of that. So I will stick to that sort of observation that I had in, in that previous part where, yeah, I do think it was as much as, you know, you're not... Everyone does not always like Chris Chibnall's writing style, fair enough. But I do think it was a, you know, a very um, thought out, right, story, especially for what it was filmed within, you know, the height of the pandemic and them mm -hmm. under a lot of constraints. And I do think they brought back that flavor of Doctor Who that people had been commenting that they had missed, which is that like ongoing really strange dark storyline where you're digging in you're digging in very deeply to the doctor and who they are and what they're you know the darkest parts of them and we've seen that in the in the new series a lot you know in different in different regenerations and different pieces of the different doctors i do think that really did go there so i will say overall i was pleased with it and i do think it accomplished what it was trying to do yeah for sure yeah for sure I really really enjoyed it um like I said previously I like it a lot more um when there is that through line and not just like little throwaway teases that don't get revisited for a season and a half like the tease of the timeless child and um ooh, why can I not remember the name of that episode 13 second episode <laughs> um the ghost monument there we go um <laughs> So I love it when there's big, huge story, especially because I love seeing like all the little threads coming together. Like you said, um, it reminded me a lot too. Once you pointed it out, it reminded me a lot of especially River's story where you see all these little things get connected in and it's like, oh, that's what this means and that and that and that and that. Especially um, that I cannot remember his name because they said it once and I need either a name tag or at least five repetitions of a name before I remember the Victorian guy with the tunnels. I really liked how they tied him in because um, I think we had discussed a little bit about how we didn't know what was going on with him kind of thing. And he was like the least explained when we did the last uh, the last episode talking about Doctor Who Flux. I really, really enjoyed it. I do think that it could have benefited from another episode or two just in terms of wrapping things up um, and giving things a little bit more room to breathe, getting more with some of the characters. Um, especially, I would have liked to see an, an entire episode just of Yaz, Dan, and Eustatius doing their thing. I think that would have been so much fun. And me being the fan that I am, I really hope that they get a big finish series about that, because I think it would be a lot of fun. That trio seems like a really fun group and I would have loved to see more of that part of the story yeah that's good I think I have to agree with you with that like on maybe having maybe one more episode um because I did really enjoy it and I liked having that thrill line I love Taylor that you mentioned like the 11th Doctor series because I really I loved I loved a lot of his art um, I think there were some moments for me, and this is full disclaimer on my end, I've only seen each episode once because I don't have cable and I haven't been able to easily rewatch. Um, so yeah. I think like it's, I think that also is part of it in that like, I haven't really had a chance to sit with it and rewatch them. Um, I guess I, I've, I'm consumed TV traditionally. You see it once, once a week and then maybe never again. Um, 
So I did really enjoy it as a whole. But I think, like you said, Elizabeth, there were some moments that were like a bit lacking. I wanted a few more moments with characters. I think um, John Bishop's parents kind of stick out to me. Like yeah. they, they appeared in uh, one episode and I really liked them, but I was like, I feel like we didn't do enough <laughs> with them or, you know, did they need yeah. to be there? Could it have been tied in with another character? So there's some choices like that, that um, again, maybe on a second viewing or a third viewing, I might feel differently, but um, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. So that is always um, for me, the goal for any Doctor Who <laughs> season I don't like watching it on BBC America and they always and they've started doing those keep watching like little teasers I'm like why would I stop watching in the middle of an episode you don't need to give me spoilers in the middle of an episode <laughs> I hate that I really so hate annoying. that like the commercials are bad enough for a show that's not written to commercial beats can we not have yes. a mini trailer in the middle of the episode <laughs> I, I agree with you oh. so much um so if you had to describe this this season and give a quick recap of Doctor Who Flux for someone who hasn't watched this season and maybe wants to tune in in time for the specials coming up and Jodie's regeneration how would you describe um how would you describe it oh gosh this is such a hard question um <laughs> I would probably use that comparison to the past new series arcs that if you are waiting for anything, because first of all, we don't know what the rest of it's going to look like. So, you know, we have our suspicions. There's some unanswered questions we do have when we're, you know, leaving off of this. Right. So I'm sure some of that, if not much of it, will actually you know, either be answered or will continue into the next regeneration. But I think that if I had to tell someone, you know, why to watch it, that's what I'll say. I would say this is the, go. yeah, this is the arc of Jody you've been waiting for. This is the thing you have been looking for that people have been commenting that they wanted to see and really pushing for since, you know, her introduction. And that is a reason alone to watch it because it also does open, I think, a lot of boxes and potentials for what those specials uh, coming up are going to look like and what the continuation of the Doctor into the 14th regeneration is, is going to become. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's such a hard season to describe to anybody without spoilers, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, we did warn them there are spoilers. Yeah. So, like within the context <laughs> of the question, tune out now if you haven't. Within the context of the question, it is a bit tricky because mm -hmm. like there is a lot goes on. It's definitely something if you have been missing the big series arcs that you would be interested in. Um, I think too, it's it's a, it's one of my favorite episodes of Doctor Who, and I have varying degrees of favorites that I won't go into now, but one of my favorite episodes of Doctor Who is The Waters of Mars. And kind of like the end of Waters of Mars into the end of time, but over a whole season, it's kind of like you get to see more of the consequences of the Doctor's actions. Not necessarily anything that she has done wrong recently, um, but you find out like some consequences and some more backstory to what she has been through recently. 
um, especially in relation to the teaser of the Timeless Child and Tecteun, who I was not sad that she died. <laughs> Gotta say that. Same, same. And yeah. I thought I was being mean for thinking that, but no, same. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, maybe we'll see you in a big finish one day, but goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> not sad at all that she <laughs> at the end there. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My only other thing with, with, with that is I, I mean, I'm not sure if we'll go into it a little bit more later, but I, I, I did not entirely agree with what was focused on in that season, in that seer, in that scene, but you know, we'll, we'll come back to that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I, I do have to say before we hopped onto this podcast, I, um, the, I, I believe it's the Doctor Who YouTube channel or the BBC America YouTube channel. They have a nice um, breakdown kind of over the overall season. So I do recommend that. I think it's about 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, this is like a great quick recap. So I am going to cheat out of that question and say, go watch that. I think they explained it far. Chris Chibnall and Jody and everyone just explained it far better than I could. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I also love the point about if this is what, I, I think what you say, said, Taylor, just the um, why you should watch it too. Like this, if this this is the type of story that you're waiting for. Um, so on that note, because we did talk about this arc and everything, what did you think of the overall story arc for this season? As you said, it kind of picks up that timeless child. We see some familiar things that were um, dropped off before, like Tech Taeun. So what did you think about having? Um, incorporating that into the overall arc. Yeah, I mean, I think it was like the only natural way they could have addressed this because once you open that timeless children thing, like once that started to come out, that wasn't going to be dropped, obviously. Like, I don't know what people thought. Again, I'm not going to comment here. I'm not going to say anything. But Comment away. I, yeah, I don't know what people thought was going to happen once that started because you can't really look away and say, that's not what's happening. That's not what they're trying to do here. They are trying to do that here. So that's got to be talked about. Um, I thought it was a lot um, more surprising to me in the sense of I really liked, and I know we'll go into this probably, a lot of the characters, like so many of the characters that they introduced, like new characters, were just phenomenal. And I think that's something also like you think about, I guess, in a normal season, how many characters we see, like introduce it in the past seasons, right? If you took every single episode in a, in the normal run, and then you broke it down, it'd probably be about the same. But because we were getting so much story so fast, and then it was all crammed into this like small thing, I really felt like I attached to the characters a lot more quickly. But also we saw them a lot more throughout the arc. And you got to know them and you got to deep dive into who they were and you started to have an affinity with some of them, you know, even the ones that I didn't expect that I would necessarily. Um, so I would say from that perspective, that was something I did not think was going to happen for me. Um, yeah, overall, I think it was, I, I honestly loved it. I think it was well done, again, for the spectrum of what could have been expected, what they were going to do, the heavy load that they decided to take on when they did the Timeless Children storyline or trying to address whatever that means, whatever that's going to mean 
going forward from here because I think, again, I think that'll only get more explored as we get down the line closer to the regeneration. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was it was good. Yeah, um, I, I will say I uh, I don't know how much we'll get of the timeless child thing once Chris Chibnall's run is over. Though, if anything, with Russell C. Davis coming back, he'll find a way to make it sadder. I feel like if he can, if he chooses to address that, I mean, because there's been other like little nods to the doctor's past here and there like there's that throwaway line in the eighth doctor movie where he says i'm half human on my mother's side and nobody ever mentions it again yeah <laughs> this is a big arc and i am glad that that Chibnall got to explore it in the way that he wanted to um with his idea of what the doctor's backstory is um one thing that i've said I don't know if I've tweeted about this or I've just talked to other people about this, but I have said at least of any of the doctors, any of the new Who doctors, I feel like 13 was the most well-equipped to handle this revelation. So I feel like if if it had been 10 with this this plot line, he... I know, and I was also thinking about the fact, I'm like, I'm so glad that Ten did not flirt with himself, because that would have just ruined the fandom when he had his doppelganger episode. But that's what fanfiction is for, Elizabeth. Yeah, I, yeah, I have accidentally come across a fan art or two of that once or twice, and I'm like, all right, that's what people are into, I guess, but, you know. Um, but yeah, the arc overall, because there was there was so much going on, and I think, like I said before, he did a really good job of tying everything together from like, you know, the through line of like the idea of the passenger form, and then how they were able to contain the flux, or even like the Santar. Like I didn't like once the Santaran episode was over, I didn't really think that they were going to be coming back, but then they did. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy with the tunnels again, um, who is a real person. I feel bad. I cannot remember his name. Um, like that was a really cool tie in. Um, I love it. It's um, Joseph, Joseph Williamson. Thank That's you. It. I knew it was like something. something. Yeah. 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 And Thank I, you. I really did like dig a bunch of tunnels in real yeah. life. Yeah. I'm like, how have I not heard of this before? This is wild history, but okay. I, I love it. I do love it, though, when Doctor Who ties in, like, real history with its storylines, mm-hmm. like the Vincent like Mary Sequel episode and Mary Sequel. Mm-hmm. Such a cool character. I was so excited. Like I said in the previous episode, I was really excited when I found out. I didn't know a whole lot about her, but they had done a big finish episode with her in the 12th Doctor. And uh-huh. I was like, this is a really cool lady. I can't wait to see her <laughs> in the TV episode, too. Um, yeah, so I really enjoyed, like, you know, everything tied up pretty nicely. There's one or two things where I'm like, okay, did I miss a bit where they address this? Or is this a later, something they're going to address later? Because, um, mm-hmm. like, one of the things with that was in the second to last episode they talked about like how they could undo the the effects of the flux and like i think mm-hmm. they said unfold the rest of the universe i guess that it had just been compressed was the idea um but then i don't know if they actually did that at the end of the episode um i might need to just rewatch it but that was the like there was just a couple loose ends but they still got three more episodes to tie anything else up with um still go see but yeah overall they did a great job tying everything together 
Yeah. Because, and I think one thing that they um, noted in the behind the scenes look um, YouTube video that I referred to that it is, it's, um, it's a continuation of the timeless child, which is a very personal thing to the doctor. What is the division? Who is she? What is, who is the doctor or who was the doctor before they were known as the doctor. Um, but it has really university, universally, literally ending consequences and what yeah. that means and how important the doctor is, which I think is a theme throughout every single doctor's run, really, just how important that they are to the rest of the universe, whoever they are, and however much you know about their background, too. So, um, yeah. so I think, like you said, it, it will be interesting to see how it... Um, the doctor's background may be handled in the future through other people, but we've also had instances of, um, you know, slight tweaks to, to people like the half human remark that you mentioned. I'm also thinking about um, in the 12th doctor's run, you know, you get a glimpse of maybe his upbringing, you know, in a barn and yeah. being alone, you know, so you get a lot of that, that I feel like, um, which is like a beauty of the show <laughs> that it's run for so long and you have a lot of different people being able to kind of continue the story and they're not necessarily contradicting it. Um, they're just building on to this such a grand character that, yeah. yeah, we really don't know the whole history of. So I will be, um, not even I will close. Be how else it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So we've mentioned some, we've kind of teased some of our favorite characters through this. Um, so what are some characters that really resonated with you? Was there a character itself or just their story that really stood out throughout these episodes? I love, well, first of all, I didn't see enough of Joe Martin. Uh, <laughs> I will always want more Joe Martin uh, forever, <laughs> like forever and ever. I do. I think she'll come back. Yes, I do. I think I said that last time. Yeah. I don't think her story is over. I do think she has some more to play out with this. Like they keep bringing her back now. She's like kind of a pillar in the background. That also allows them, I don't want to say to subvert, but like keep going with like a multi-doctor story without doing the opposite obvious kind of multi-doctor story and I do like that um and I love I love the future of doctor I think the character is so good and we have so much to like dig into about that so I forever you know fugitive doctor um I will say I really liked well I okay I'll say I love to see Kate again everyone was wanting her back for good reason and I'm glad we were talking about I think last time just like anybody or no I don't know if we mentioned this last time but like bringing back any characters from the past like would I love to see River with 13 yes I would you know there's kind of like a list you know that fans have that are they're like okay I want that one and that one, that one and Kate was definitely on that list for me and I know like a ton of other people and I was so excited to see her again because people were like when is Yuna gonna show up and then they did um in the right way you know everything we wanted so that was really good as well um I guess I just loved most of like at the end I didn't think I don't want to say any of the characters were, like, super superfluous, but, like, I really do 
I really saw all of them have a purpose. Like they all had a, they all played a part. And I can't say that I was, I guess one of them was better than the other or anything like that at that point. But would I like to see, you know, at the end, you know, we have a bunch of people go off, right? So like, um, Binder and Belle go with Carmenista. And I, lo- I would love, I loved all them going together at the yeah. end. Like it made sense. That made sense to me. And I would love to see them, you know, like you were talking about what groups would we want to see in a big finish story. I would love to yeah. see that, how that ends up. 100%. Um, you know? Yeah. They're so uh, cool too. <laughs> like all of those characters like, are so like, cool. Yeah, we're cool. It's true. It's true. Um, and there was so much potential for like what they could do because they're all sort of out in space. Like their entire, um, I'm going to say existence. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is their entire, uh, I guess bringing it brought being brought into the universe is really about them not being on earth necessarily or being like human humans or anything. So I think that also frames it in a completely different way where I would love to see because a lot of the stuff that we see in Doctor Who, these groups that end up splitting off from the Doctor and going off, they end up going off in time, but they're still sort of stuck on Earth or or on Earth anyway, and it's just, you know, it'd be really cool to have a, a like a group out there in space exploring, and then that's, you know, you're following them. It's really cool. So I love them. I love that they all were okay at the end, and they got to go off and <laughs> the, uh, yeah. yeah, that would be my answer. Yeah, I was surprised by how much I loved Professor Eustatius Jericho. I was like, this is so sweet. <laughs> like, like, and it was weird because I expected him to be like a one episode character, and then he like kind of, you know, just kind of gets pulled into the team TARDIS and. He was so cute, and I loved him, and I was so sad that he died. It, it's funny, too, because um, he was in the Dalek Universe series that Big Finish put out this year with the Tenth Doctor, and he was only in an episode or two of that, um, and I was re-listening to it the other day, and I was like, now that I can picture the kid the actor better in my head, I was like, now I'm more sad that he was in Dalek Universe, too. <laughs> he was such a sweetheart, and I loved him. I was surprised by how much I liked Dan. Like, when they announced him, I was just like, eh, whatever, you know, another character. Would have been nice if he was just 13, yes, but whatever. But he was fun. He was a really sweet guy, too. Um, Belle and Bender were really cool characters. I even loved, like, all the characters. Like you said, all the characters were just fun and great and all had their purpose in the story. And I was kind of even a little bummed that... As Ru, as not say her name as Ru, as is her the blue lady. Thank you, <laughs> blue lady and Swarm. You know, kind of got also Thanos at the end um, because they. Like, they I like really I said Thanos. Sorry. <laughs> I mean that's essentially what happened. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Thanos does so one I, snap, and that's all anyone thinks of when Like they were really cool. I would love to, you know, know more about them, and obviously the fugitive. Just everybody, I want to see more of. I'm really hoping that 
because there was the little tease at the end of the episode where Kate says, oh, I hope I see this regeneration again. And yeah, and 13 like me too. I'm like, please be in one of the specials. And I would love to see Osgood's take on 13's outfit. Because <laughs> every time she comes Ooh. back, she's like kind of Disney bounding one of the doctors or multiple doctors sometimes, depending on the outfit. So I'd love to see her little tribute to 13 as well once Kate Ooh. tells her about, about her. So, Might be like a blue lighter. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. It's I feel like that'd be very suspenders. Yeah. yeah. I guess I was slightly bummed we did not get Osgood, but I, I love Kate. You know, I, I love Kate. Uh, there's a part of me that's like, one of these days, a big Finnish character will show up in the TV show. <laughs> one day, Josh Carter. Oh. Come on. Yeah. I, I have to second, I loved um, Vinder and Belle and Carvinista. I was surprised how much I, like, loved Carvinista. Um, I think there was also just knowing that he has history with the Fugitive Doctor and part of mm-hmm. Division. And we've our first real introduction of what Division could be. Um, and, yeah, I just want them to have a spinoff of some sort. Those three going across the galaxy. Like you said, Taylor, I think that's... Like that's a part of Doctor Who we don't get to see in that in that universe, so to speak. We don't get to see people just traveling through space and people through different um, time periods. So that would be cool. Um, I think they were probably my favorite. Um, if I had, if I had to pick like characters that I didn't expect that I would love fall in love with and just be like, no, I want more. Why weren't they in every single scene? Because at first, when you're introduced to like Vinder and Belle, it's all pretty disjointed and you don't know how they all mm-hmm. connect and you see their love story and you see them come together. And I think it was just one of those. I I didn't realize that there were times when I was like, OK, but what about Belle? Like, is Belle going to find out about Vinder? Or, you know, so there were all these moments that I was really just invested in their story. Um, so I am glad that they got their happy ending in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is that is great, and the little like tamagotchi that helps keep a baby alive, rather than you trying to keep a tamagotchi alive. So I like that too. <laughs> I, told, I told I told Monica I was like it's like a futuristic tamagotchi. It really um, is. It's yeah, that's so not untrue. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that is my contribution oh, to yeah. this. Uh, but were there any like care I, I know we kind of said that there aren't really any characters that kind of like stood out to us as being like one that we disliked but was there um any characters or storylines that you weren't as much of a fan of compared to the others oh hmm I guess hmm. or maybe well, you wanted more from we were talking about the the doctor's mother, right? So, oh my she's a God. whole other podcast at this point. <laughs> I know. Well, okay. Here's why it annoys me, and I'll tell you this because I have a, I have a lot of thoughts about the Time Lords, right? And like we know a lot about how their society works from like a lot of different things, and the also like the novels, Big Finish, whatever. I think most of the Time Lords are just really not great like a large majority of them and i think to the outside societies they're probably evil that's the thing that people bring up i do think that's true i think like in the you know if you were to approach like what is a time lord not from us seeing the doctor not from us you know yeah and that this is a whole other like 
lay out. <laughs> Let me go into a whole, you know, discourse. Yeah, every time. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, they're not, they're just not good people, I think. And I think, you know, we were talking a little bit about why the doctor is so important in the timeless child. And I think the doctor, regardless of what all of that means, is they don't like the doctor because the doctor exercised free will against them and went off. And I don't think they, well, we assume they breed their children because that's been brought up in the past. That's also a weird thing um, yeah. that go, I could go weird into. Weird new lore. Yeah, like, okay. Looms. Looms. Oh, boy. Looms, everybody. I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, just look that mm. one up. I don't even want to explain it right now. But um, <laughs> just like a weird way of describing genetic engineering, essentially. I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's very strange. But anyway, I think that they do. They really have, want to have control over their population. Obviously, we've seen that whatever, you know, however the doctor connects that past version of themselves, right? They were abusing that past version of, of the doctor. We know that the master has been driven crazy by these people in the past. Same people, right? So at the end of the day, the mom, I just don't think is a good person. That's uh, That was all for me to say, just that, that comment. Smelling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just tech tune. Oh, my only, like I said earlier though, my only thing with that scene with 13, finally getting to confront tech tune, I feel like the wrong thing was focused on. Like I kind of get the whole, you don't know if I was waiting for somebody, you don't know if I was there because X, Y, Z, whatever you took, whatever my story was away from me you know, whatever my future was supposed to be. I'm like, can we focus on the fact that your mother did scientific <laughs> experiments on you as a child so that she could further the Time Lord Society and give everybody regenerations? Yeah. Like, all things are bad. Like, that's a bit more yeah. than you don't know if I was waiting for somebody. I'm like, okay, she also, like killed you multiple times to learn how regeneration worked once you fell off a cliff you know like that that was mostly my thing the only other kind of niggle that I had about this year about um a moment in the show was I really liked Di as a character she didn't she was neat. I, I don't think she had as much to do with some of the other characters. Um, but one of my one of my little just nitpicks about 13's uh, era of the show is I don't always feel like Chibnall lets the Doctor be as smart as he is. So while I kind of appreciated Di having the moment at the end to be like, oh, let's, you know, one, she figured out how this alien life form that can have people inside of it and different environments worked okay cool you know we don't know how long she was in there I guess she could have could have done that but it was a bit random that she was the only one that they left um but at the end when she was the one who had the idea of how to contain the flux within within passenger 
again, I don't dislike it, but I'm like, that's something that you feel like the doctor should arrive at herself. Maybe like a suggestion would be good. Like what about, you know, that, and then have the doctor do kind of like the science explaining or whatever. But just, I feel like sometimes just there's little bits and pieces where I'm like, the doctor should have known that the doctor should have had that idea. I'm not saying that the other characters are dumb, just that sometimes it feels like, I don't know. You, you know, she's it's not as just, quick to the punch as other regenerations. Right. Babies. Yes. And I'm like, she is the eldest regeneration at this point. She, you know, it's the, just there's moments, especially in her first season, I felt like that, especially with like not knowing what the patate was and stuff like that. You know, it's just like she is a very smart lady. The doctor's a very smart person. Can we not dumb her down just because we mm-hmm. would like other people, we would like fans to like her? more because she's a woman but not being like oh super sp- it was it's just been one of my little niggles and yeah like I said I don't dislike that Di figured it out I would have preferred if it was the doctor who had that brainwave that was my only little thing yeah I feel kind of similarly about Di because I did like her as a character but I felt yeah. like there were moments when I was like not why is she there but I was like I feel like she's just here for like solving this you know or I'm like I wanted Mm -hmm. a bit more of her like journey of her story and even her resolution with Dan felt like yeah they're like oh we just need to separate them I couldn't help but wonder I was like I was mulling through this a lot and I was like well I wonder if like her and Claire were almost supposed to be like a similar you know were they broken off into two characters Mm. because I really loved them individually but I also felt like there could have been they, they weren't as full of a character, I guess, as I wanted them to be. Yeah. Um, so I was, I, I, I do kind of, I, I feel that point. Um, but I also love Di's thing about like, people always underestimate me. And I love that that's yeah. kind of, that was her three point and that what came up. But I just wanted a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, um, and Tech Taehyun, I mean, she's awful. <laughs> but I was very glad to see her. I knew once that woman showed up, I was like, hmm mysterious woman and we're exploring the doctor's um history <laughs> 10 bucks it's tech to you um, there was a tiny but, in my brain it's like what if it's brax but obviously yeah. not brax <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> but i was glad uh that they that the doctor at least had some sort of confrontation with her so that was good um with all of that said how do you think that the whole season wrapped up for you do you um how do you see this maybe setting up Jodie's regeneration and her the specials coming up like do you have any predictions around how she'll be regenerated oh my gosh okay I would say how first I'll say how wrapped up so Elizabeth you're saying like you were not sure how the flux ended up I think I don't think we do know that from what I understand but it has to have been undone because how are the Daleks in the New Year's special so that right something's gonna happen there i'm sure obviously then you know we didn't open the pocket watch right that's still up in the air right and then of course like is that the master is yeah it's gotta be right it has to be and then the prophecy right time is like oh yeah okay watch the trailer (laughs) Wait, what? It's gotta be him. It's gotta be him. He's so deviant. I was just like, whoa, oh, okay. No, I know. It's good. 
but but the prophecy is also about them like it says what is it i can't remember but it does end about it's like beware forces and and their master right yeah. i'm missing some mm-hmm. of it i'm sure but, oh okay yeah now that's yeah. familiar okay. and that's why that was what made me think that has to be the master because we we're kind of getting a little you don't fixed, have that right? kind of wordplay without yeah. having that character <laughs> right and then yeah so obviously the master is going to be well also because we had such a setup with the master and then we never really got you know the master full on in this mm-hmm. run in this series so obviously that's gonna happen right um i do think we'll see more time lords i don't know who they'll be but i would be shocked if we didn't see them because you know that's a huge issue <laughs> there's a there's a large issue here um with these with this society with these people um and then i do think you know I feel like they probably brought Russell T. Davies in because he is capable of taking a story like this. Like, you know, is the doctor from another universe possible, right? That's something we kind of get an idea of as well. Yeah, I do think that's probably true. What does that even mean? I do think we're going to start getting a little bit of hints to that. Once again, Russell T. Davies perfectly capable individual to carry something like that on. So yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of heavy revelations. Um, That challenge, I think in a positive way, the way, you know, Doctor Who lore goes on and the way we continue these stories into the future, because this show has been on for 58 years. So what are you going to do, right? I, I mean, not, I guess not consistently on for 58 years, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Around, fandoms yeah. has existed for 50 years. So we are, you know, here and we're going to keep seeing choices and different growth and different paths for the doctor this character we all love and relate to and and have such an affinity for and that's very exciting yeah i know um initially uh, when the previous season finale aired um i kind of made a joke on twitter i'm like oh gallifrey got destroyed just in time for uh for it to be saved in an anniversary special again you know yeah i'm like hey it's 60th anniversary 50th anniversary gallifrey let's go you know um <laughs> but now i'm wondering because of the whole you know the the forces against the mask against you and the massacre i wonder if we're going to get that resolved um sooner than <laughs> than the anniversary which had been my initial idea um which i would absolutely love because tasha Dolan is but i i did not think that anybody was ever going to be able to replace missy in my heart because she is bonkers and hilarious and michelle gomez is just so much fun she's a gem such a great job I just hope that for his sake, that if he is going to be in one of these specials, that they confirm it before Gallifrey won, because he is supposed to be a guest. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. I feel so bad if he had to spend the entire weekend being like, I can't say anything. Same thing with Joe Martin, because she's supposed to come too. About Joe Martin, yeah, that's what I was thinking of when I was talking about her, because I was like, I'm sure that's gonna be something that later people be like, oh, I just saw her, right? Yeah. You know, I'm like, 
I'm like, man, I, ho- I hope that for their sakes that the BBC is nice and is like, yes, they will, you know, because we'll have at least gotten one more episode between now and Gallifrey 1 in February. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm assuming we'll have had a trailer for the spring special whenever that's supposed to air. Um, and, and like I said, I hope we get more Kate um, and Osgood. And I don't, I, I don't, it, it's hard to figure out exactly where this is going to go. I'm sure if I rewatched, you know, because Shipman has done a very good job of, you know, planting little seeds. And he did, he did the same, like I said before, he's done the same thing in Broadchurch where you rewatch it and it's like, oh, like there's, spoilers for Broadchurch, but there's a scene where uh, Joe, Joe's child says, you know, you can't know that nothing is bad is ever going to happen again. And he's telling this to his father, who is the one that killed Danny. And you don't realize these types of things until you watch, until you've seen the conclusion and you watch it back and you're like, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I could rewatch the season and, and have some more predictions, but yeah, just that whole like master hint. I was like, go. It's so exciting. I love it when the master shows back up. Like, like I said, Slash of Long did such a good job. I can't wait to see more of him if that is the direction that they're going. And yeah, so I'm guessing maybe the, the regeneration will have to do with saving Gallifrey again, with undoing the whole Time Lord mm-hmm. Cyberman thing that happened. <laughs> And hopefully we'll get to see some other Time Lords. I mean, when the episode was airing, I thought that Ruth was going to turn out to be Romana because of the little heart mm-hmm. necklace. I was like, is this Romana? You know. Yeah. And so I'm like, I would oh. love to see Romana. Again, my big finish heart says Brax, Narvin, please. <laughs> because within the big finish thing, they have the CIA, which is the Celestial Intervention Agency, which is mm-hmm. kind of, I guess, at this point, just a less secretive division. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, because um, they kind of do some similar stuff, but I guess maybe not quite on the level. It, it'll be interesting. Once Big Finish can do stories with this era of the show, I'll be very interested to see how they make those two organizations run alongside each mm-hmm. other. Um, especially with Brax, who is just in everybody's business. <laughs> um, who is just the doctor's brother. Um, who I haven't even gotten into all of his stuff yet. And it's like, okay, dude. Um, you right. know, it, it's... <laughs> yeah, so I can't... I, I'm very interested to see, you know, again, I would love to see, I just would like to have... Gallifrey back more just because, like I said, recently got into Big Finish and their Gallifrey series is so much fun. I'm hoping that they're going to do more because they kind of ended it on a cliffhanger, but mm. I just, yeah, I, it'll be really interesting to see, but I, I kind of have a feeling that hopefully it survives through the entire thing, but I feel like it might ultimately, the ultimate cause of 13th regeneration might be stepping in to save Yaz and or Dan, mm-hmm. but probably Yaz would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one solid, one thing that I absolutely want for the, um, for her regeneration that has been a pattern. And I think like, you know, Stephen Moffat kind of picked it up too um, during his run, but the doctor gets one last look at um, their original companions. So I really, I do want and expect not just like a hint of like Ryan and um, Graham coming back, but also Grace 
like Grace was her first almost not quite companion. And I would just, if anything, I really just want to see Grace again and just, you know, yeah. in her, you know, and her in the doctor's final moments. Um, I, that has been one thing that I've truly appreciated after um, for every doctor's regeneration, that that is the pattern. And I hope it, um, I hope it does continue. So um, yeah. One prediction. I, I hope I can make fairly um, confident. <laughs> That's the only one that I feel confident enough to make. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, with all of this, how do you feel about the whole final season in comparison of other final seasons of other doctors? You know, this is Jody's last full season. And of course, even though it was short, like, what did you think about her her run as the doctor as well up until this point? I, I will say, I think this definitely reminds me of the end of the 11th Doctor, uh, like, run, uh, some of the 10th Doctor. I think that, like, again, it's such a dark-seeming storyline. We're really getting into, like, that really heavy... I like one Doctor Who goes here, because I like a heavy story. I really like some good picking apart of characters and how they were molded to where they, you know, get um, where, who they become and how uh, transformative certain choices and experiences can be for people. And, uh, and just seeing how all of this history of something has led to these moments where we're kind of getting, I don't want to say things are coming to fruition that we wanted to see come to fruition, such as, again, these things about the Time Lords and Gallifrey. These, a lot of this stuff is building from the years ago, right? Like Tom Baker era stuff. We're now seeing come to the forefront and, and we're getting, t it's getting talked about. And it's a lot darker, obviously, than what was happening then. But I like that. I think, again, as as media progresses, as a show that is this old progresses, as a character that is this old progresses, you see that. I think it, it definitely reminds me of that very dark flavor of, of the, you know, other new series uh, stories. And was that what else? Oh, um, yeah, that that's my answer. I feel like I had more to say, maybe, but I'm not sure. If yeah, it comes I, to you, just let us know. <laughs> but yeah, that was beautiful. That was a beautiful answer. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it you know, what I appreciated um, is, because when I, when I first watched Doctor Who all the way through, um, I watched... I like binge watched when it was still on Netflix mm. platform hopped like That's a bazillion right. times. I'm slime. Um, I appreciated that there weren't really very many hints that this was 13's final season within the show. I mean, I don't know when season four was airing. I don't know if people necessarily knew if that was going to be David Tennant's final season or not. Um, because you got a hint on that pretty early on in, I think it was just the second episode in uh, the the Ood Sphere one, where at the end, you know, Ood Sigma is like, I think your song must be ending soon. And he's like, mm, okay, you know, kind of thing. So I appreciated that it wasn't 
entirely just about, not that season four was either, but it, you didn't have that kind of looming the entire time. I think it'll definitely be looming over the three specials that we have left, given kind of the, the uh, ominous message at the end from time itself kind of thing. So I, I think I like that because like sometimes that can kind of detract from everything else going on because you're like, oh, what's going to happen? You know, when is, you know, the doctor going to regenerate, whatever. Um, and then, and it felt a lot like season four too. And the fact that you suddenly got a bunch of these different characters coming back, or at least a bunch of characters stories started tying in, not quite on the level of stolen earth journeys end, but it was just so great to see Kate come in at the end there. I wish we had seen more of what was going on with her. Um, like I said before, I wish there was like another episode or two um, just to kind of fill out more of the character, what was going on with the characters at the time. Um, she says something about, you know, leader of the human resistance against the Santarans. I'm like, can I see that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did what? she recruit Dan's parents? Like, like what? Yeah. What happened like, here? Yeah. It's <laughs> excluding to being the leader of the human resistance against the Santarans. Like, what? I would like to know the in-between there, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, I'd like to know more about that. Thank you. I mean, Big Finish does do a unit series, but they've kind of got a whole other thing going on right now um <laughs> for box set C series um but yeah I mean overall you know I liked I think I do like that it didn't feel exactly like the final season like it definitely was tying things up but you didn't really get that sense of impending doom until you got closer to the end of the arc um, between what time told her and, you know, Taxeyun being like, the flux is because of you. So we gotta, <laughs> we gotta stop you because you give people hope. And I'm like, man, this is yikes. Yikes, lady. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think they're mad that she has free will, like, or yeah. the, they have free will. Like the doctor has free will and somehow their society, and I, I'm boiling that down to a very simplistic yes. way yes. of saying it, but their society was never built to have individuals who stepped out outside of like mm -hmm. their class right there's a cult class thing going on there's this whole perception going on of what they are and who, how they look to uh, to everybody else and we don't really quite understand what they were like before the time war or what their like actual history is with that right but you can kind of parse that out from all of like the attitudes mm -hmm. and and things implications we're getting off of that but yeah, yeah. I, I think they're just angry yeah i mean because you do get a bit of that you know when in like the night of the doctor where Cass is like mm -hmm. you know he says i'm one of the night you know i'm yeah. a time lord not a dalek and she's like you can tell the difference anymore and yeah you know even yeah, you know the little bit that I've listened to the to like some of the older Gallifrey series because mostly I've listened to Gallifrey Time War. You know, you do get once in a while you get like a human character in, and they're just like, "Yeah, we don't like you guys." Like, no, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like we're not necessarily fans. Get that you're like, you know, the self-professed. Yeah, like you call yourself Time Wars. You know, time. But like, right. yikes. like, you, it's like, why? Why is it supposed to be your guys's version of what is is and isn't supposed to happen? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But and like, the doctor consistently <laughs> challenges 
you know, and the fact that the doctor consistently challenges yeah. them. And I think that the master too, in their own way. Um, but usually I think the master also just mm-hmm. against yeah. the entire universe. So it's like time Lords and everybody else. But, um, you know, I think it's yeah, the doctor, just- the time Lords and anyone else that, you know, threatens other or oppresses other people. Um, that's kind of their yeah. uh, enemy, so to speak, or you yeah. know, people that don't take too kindly Actually. on the doctor's um, mission and worldview. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that is great, Oliver. I think, um, I, I have to agree. I don't know. It did, I think, at the, fi- at the final episode, of course, I think kind of set up and gave us that hint that, yes, like this is, um, the end of Jody's run. And I was trying to think of maybe how um, the other doctors might've been teased. Maybe with like, I really just, I've really gotten really fond of the 12th doctor's run recently, especially mm-hmm. like, you know, of course, like after he has, um, he loses Clara and everything and he loses the memories. It's the, there you go. Elizabeth represent. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's the, who is he now? And he's like dealing with grief and everything. And I just loved his regeneration you know, where it begins and the doctor falls, but it's like coming to terms of, well, what does this mean for who I am and who my identity is? And that was something that was teased for a very long time, but like kind of came together, but whether or not it was setting him up for like, oh, he's not going to be around for much longer. I don't know. But I kind of got like a similar flavor with um, Jody's run that, you know, the whole, you can't run forever but also what does this mean so i will be curious to see kind of how it maybe is teed up for next um for the next few specialists and of course her final regeneration story um but speaking with that of course um typically we do learn who the new actor will be before um the episode even airs you know they do a whole spectacle of announcing so um, just as a bit of fan casting, who would you like to see as the 14th Doctor? Okay, no one hate me, please. But I'm going to yeah. go with someone that probably no one thought of, but it started because I saw a rumor, and I can't remember where it was. I normally don't go with anything rumors, right? But I thought this is this is a little fun. I also like the person that I'm about to say um, that this rumor was about. So I think I saw this rumor on Tumblr and or reddit i can't remember which one but it was about how there was an email and maybe either one of you has heard this rumor i don't know how popular it was was about two months ago maybe and there was an like someone intercepted an email and it was russell t davies emailing someone else and the name that was in the email and and I do think this was spread in fandom a little bit because it did get some traction like in discussion was Lydia West who if you look her up she has worked with Russell T Davies before do I actually think it's going to be her I would be shocked but (laughs) I love her because she was in It's a Sin the show that he did Um, I think it's been on HBO if you've never seen that show it's really really good Um, it's about the HIV AIDS crisis and the history of that um as, oh. as yes um sorry i'm i'm looking at her i'm no it's okay now. <laughs> and she was also in the dracula miniseries you might recognize her from that mm-hmm. um 
but she has been somebody who has worked with Russell T Davies before and I think she would be a very interesting choice and this is only this is something that sits in my mind now sometimes because I heard about this I if I had a choice I honestly don't know and that's probably a cop out but if I had like a free choice to be like hey you're the doctor now it's so I feel like the casting choices have been so unexpected but to the point where they're really well done that I don't think I could choose that for I would be a selfish choice otherwise I'll mm -hmm. say so yeah. I like being surprised. I like when they take people who are like, you know, Matt Smith was like an unknown. Like he, nobody knew who mm -hmm. he was yeah. whatsoever. He like really didn't even do anything before Doctor Who. Um, he was so young at that point too. And look at how that turned out. You know, I do, I do think with people who love Doctor Who, especially if you're a younger person, most people I know got in when he was the doctor. And I am a weirdo that somehow started watching it, Christopher Eccleston. Like, I'm serious. It's a very bizarre situation because I'll talk to people and they'll be like, yeah, I started watching Eleven Doctor. Like, that's when I started watching. I'm like, oh, okay. This is like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, though, because that was like when the biggest influx of all the people came into the fandom and when it was most accessible, yeah. when it was on BBC mm -hmm. America and like all the stuff. And, and I, I think marketed it. in America better, too. Yes. 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 Yeah, definitely. So, and so it that allowed for a fresher start, like new series, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, new, new showrunner that I do tend to recommend 11th doctor as a start for people. If they're like, Oh, should I watch doctor who? I usually say, start with Matt. It's a little bit. Yeah. It's easier <laughs> to jump in. They're going to be scared off by bad CGI. <laughs> yeah. So my God, that's, yeah, that's true. Would be, yeah, no, <laughs> it would be turned <laughs> off. So I was like, mm, let's go with something newer. <laughs> I know, though. I got Oh, go ahead. I got. Sorry. I gotta say, you know, though, watching, you know, because I started because basically, like, I had some friends and some family members who were like, "You would really like this." I'm like, "Fine." So I started with Chris, obviously, and it was funny watching. Like, I watched the first episode, and then I'm the moment I knew I was gonna love the show is when they said, "Let us mourn her with a traditional Earth ballad," and I was like, "Oh my." <laughs> Yep, this is my sense of humor. Thank you. <laughs> like, Love it. Like, except for the bad CGI where Nikki got eaten by a trash can. Um, <laughs> so good. Won't go there, but you know. Um, for me, so I have a couple things. Uh, one, if I don't know how true it is or not it, that Russell T. Davis is only going to do one series and the anniversary or if he's planning mm -hmm. on staying longer um, but if it is true that he is only going to do one series, I would, I would really like it if he did, instead of casting the next doctor, left that for the next showrunner to do and did a mini series with the fugitive doctor, Ooh. which I would absolutely love. Um, I think I said that before. That would yeah. be nice. I'm like, that would be really cool. Especially cause you know, I just like, like, you know, with the new showrunner, somebody who is coming into doctor who is brand new showrunner it would just be nice for them to be able to cast the next doctor in chronological order. Um, one really wild one that I haven't been able to stop thinking about, um, kind of spoilers for this movie, but I, I came out of Jungle Cruise, the movie, thinking Dwayne The Rock Johnson would make a very good doctor. <laughs> I'd be down for that. <laughs> like, if, like, not in the series, I don't think, especially because I don't think 
I don't really think that they're ever going to cast an American as the doctor. Who knows? Maybe they will. I don't, I don't know. Um, but if they ever wanted to do like Peter Cushing style movies again, I'm like, I bet the rock could play the doctor. <laughs> if I you've like seen the it. movie, you, you will probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's kind of spoilers, but which who knew that there would be major spoilers for the jungle cruise movie, jungle but cruise, for right? a movie based on um, another <laughs> Disney world ride. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow, this movie got deep for being based on a ride that is mostly bad jokes and puns, but all right, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's really good it was surprisingly good and now I want the rock to play the doctor um (laughs) but as I like you said I don't I don't really know you know because it I think it also very much depends on the story that Russell T Davies wants to tell Mm -hmm. um because like kind of with Stephen Moffat I mean I don't know how much he had planned out before Matt's casting but a big part of Eleven's story was how he was this very young looking man who was so ancient and so tired a big part of 12's casting and and everything was he was this older man who was not afraid of his age anymore and was like you know what this is who I am I still don't know exactly who I am but I am done pretending that I'm okay kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. so I think it really depends on the story that he wants to tell Originally, before Chibnall decided that he was going to leave, I kept thinking, oh, I bet Olivia Coleman's going to be the next Doctor kind of thing. Because, you know, when, when it was initially announced that he was going to take over from Stephen Moffat, I was like, it's going to be somebody from Broadchurch, you know? <laughs> and I really, thought it was gonna, really thought it was going to be Olivia. But then when Jody's face popped up, I was like, yes, yes, exactly. Because her, her character in Broadchurch is phenomenal, Fantastic. you know? <laughs> I love her, you know, Beth Latimer is, uh, I keep kind of, like, it's one scene that I pointed people to when she initially got cast, I'm like, watch the scene at the end of the second series where she is confronting her child's murderer, mm-hmm. it's just so heartbreaking and so amazing, and she acts it so well, and she has really brought that to the Doctor, especially in this last season where she has had to face a lot more of her past. Um but yeah, I I really don't know because I haven't I don't think I've watched any of Russell T Davis's recent stuff to know exactly like who he's been working with necessarily. Um, I haven't I haven't gotten a chance to watch any of that quite yet. Um, years and years look good. I just don't know where to watch that because um, <laughs> streaming platforms are just. Uh, that's another that podcast also itself. might be on hbo i know that is yes that okay? it is it's oh, on okay. yes I, it's I, on I hbo um max i just looked it up good to know yeah yeah there's a couple things i keep meaning to watch on there including camping even though david Tennant's american accent gives me nightmares <laughs> um <laughs> i love the guy but he cannot do an american accent to save his life um <laughs> It, it, it is so funny, though, watching everybody on Twitter being like, oh, he's going to bring back David Tennant as the doctor. I'm like, no. I was confused by all of that. No. And I was I'm like, where like, like, would I like to see him? From, but. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I would be thrilled if he brought him back for like an anniversary special, especially if he maybe brought him and 
uh, Billy Piper back to play Ten Two and Rose, especially because they've gotten like a little bit of the comics. They're so cute. They're so cute. Um, <laughs> but it's just like I, I don't understand. I'm like I love David yeah. Tennant as an actor, but I'm like he's doing other things. I'm sure he you know he he's been playing the Doctor for Big Finish. You know he just they just wrapped up a whole basically fifth season of the 10th doctor on big finish with Dalek universe, which is again, I will say amazing and people should listen to it if they get the chance to, but yeah, I, I don't understand that. that mindset. Are these like again, again, <laughs> but yeah, I think that'll be unlikely. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I, I, I really don't have anybody specific in mind. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see who he casts. It'll be interesting when we get an announcement. Like, I keep wondering, like, is it going to be before Gallifrey 1? Is it going to be after Gallifrey 1? Please, for the love of all things, let it not be during Gallifrey 1. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll I say there would be chaos. <laughs> they, I'll say at LA, this is very minorly invo- like related but the last time we were recording i was gonna say this that rem- something when we were talking reminded me of it that when we were at ally who so like which is like now a smaller event than it used to be yeah. but on mm-hmm. in long island they the year that jody was cast they yeah. announced her costume Too during the just by chance we were at yeah. the con and they announced her costume yeah like the uh, actual costume during it like that. the day before or something and yeah i remember and, seeing people scrambling to try and find yeah. the right and i pieces. did put one together for tardis which was a week after but i it was very funny and that was that yeah. was it alone was like a whole thing so yeah what you're saying would be like ridiculous you know i think it's yeah. either gonna happen around the like right after the new year special or it'll be spring i don't think it'll be mm-hmm. i think it'll be around the time they're trying to get publicity for one of these specials or like oh, yeah. drawing attention to the story quite heavily so i do I, I, it'll either be like very early in the year or like a little bit after we start you know the um yeah just the kind of storyline going into the regeneration mm-hmm. yeah I, I will say though i i am glad that they have that jody got through her entire last season regular season without the announcement coming out first yeah. um yeah because i remember while i was very I excited for the announcement of jody whitaker playing the doctor it did kind of rub me the wrong way that it was like only a few weeks before 12's last season started. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of fun because then, you know, you were able to pick up on the little references here and there uh, that were referencing. Cause I guess Stephen Moffat had said when he was writing it, he was aware of the fact that Chris Chibnall was going to cast a female lead as the doctor. Um, but it, uh, I was just like, can we get through the last season first? Um, so I am glad that, you know, we got through Flux without that announcement counting out first. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I like you, I don't know if I have anyone specific in mind. I do kind of hope it's someone that doesn't necessarily have a giant resume either, um, which has been the pattern, I think, for most doctors. Of course, this is like a starting point a lot of times for careers. Um, I will say, and this is purely because it has been, I've always watched it, but recently it's become more of an obsession that I'm like, I am rewatching it from the beginning again. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow is one of my favorite shows because it's bonkers and it's time travel. 
and it's amazing and I love it. And so I was like, you know what? I would love of these two actors. They have played, um, they have come back to play multiple characters on the show and they're both British. Um, and I'm like between the two types of characters that they played, I think they could get like that energy of the doctor. And one is Maisie Richardson, uh, Sellers. She was also in star Wars, um, in the force awakens. Um, and she's played like two different characters, Amaya and, um, uh, Charlie. And I think like the doctor would be a perfect in between character for her. And then the other is Matt Ryan, um, who plays Constantine and a new character this season, Gwen Davies, who invents time travel. So I'm like, well, the natural progr- progression is to play another time traveler. Um, uh, and he's also Welsh. So, you know, considering mm-hmm. they film in Wales, maybe they yeah, should actually catch the Welsh person. Um, I know. I've seen it. I've, I've seen a couple of people say Michael Sheen should be the next doctor i'm like that would be funny in a meta way yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, i could just imagine like david Tennant on the phone and i'm like, <laughs> like oh, <my> God. <laughs> That's awesome. do you guys so have funny. any do you have any last thoughts um before we start wrapping this episode up about the the last season any final words you want to say I think it's going to be really a lot whatever happens it's going to be a lot um for sure <laughs> my wonderful oh. analysis of that yeah. uh we have <laughs> so not much wrong. stuff not wrong no i mean yeah and again i think it's a culmination of like decades of stuff that have been hint has hinted has been hinted to over time some of it very blatantly obviously we've heard you know timeless children things like that before but then you have things like we were talking about the galfreyans the time lords what their society is like, what the hell is wrong with them? That's basically my, you know, sort of like, um, okay, (laughs) what are you doing, everybody over there? Uh, Kind of question. And so I think it's going to be a lot to absorb, but I like that they did decide to take a chance with Jodi in this because I love Jodi. I've actually loved her doctor this whole time. I don't listen to the other people who don't like this, (laughs) the other people. I really have enjoyed what they've tried to do with Doctor Who. And I think in the history of it, we are going to look back at it and we are going to think of this as a positive, like an interesting positive, you know, time. And not very, you know, with these all these ridiculous comments that people like to leave on the internet. And yeah, I think that I'm glad they're giving her something meaty to be remembered by. I'll say that because no one, no matter how you feel, no one is ever not going to come out of the 13th Doctor, her era, and say nothing big never happened, right? Like we will know something yeah. big happened in this era, good or bad, however you perceive it, it happened. And that's really amazing. You can yeah, leave a mark that like chance. that. Yeah, her. yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, um, yeah, I've liked, like, I think, I've never disliked 13. I've liked her. She's not my favorite doctor, but, you know, everybody's going to have their favorites. But I have very much enjoyed her run of the show. I've enjoyed Chris Chibnall's writing, even though people will say what they will about it, you know. I, I, I always just am so tired of seeing the the actors really good but the writing let them down I'm like that's not exactly how this works you know (laughs) I mean sometimes but I'm like not not really um 
I have enjoyed it. I will be sad to see her go. But, you know, like, as always, I am excited to see what comes next, especially with Russell T. Davis coming back. Um, I'll be very interested to see how his run goes. Um, I think it'll also be very interesting to see because, like, one of the complaints that people have about Doctor Who is like, oh, it's too political and there's too much, you know, current events. I'm like, there's always been it. You've just, when you were younger, you weren't aware of what the show was not necessarily parodying, but what parallels it was drawing from real life. You just, you know, because that happens a lot when you're a kid. It's like you're watching a show and then you watch it back later and you're like, oh, this is actually about this, you know. Um, so, yeah, I am prepared for probably quite an emotional end, especially because we're going into these set of three specials with companions, which... Yeah. Oh, you know, um, with the path with 11 and 12, both of them did not have companions with them necessarily the entire time of their final stories. With 11, he mm-hmm. did have Clara, but he sent her away and he spent so long on that planet without her. Um, and 12, when his regeneration story came up, he, Bill was gone, Bartle was gone, Clara, he couldn't even remember her. Mm-hmm. So I am a little worried about Yaz and Dan as we go into this, because um, it's never it's never a good time for anybody when the Doctor regenerates. There's yeah. always something that's gonna not be good, and with and with Yaz and thirteen, just. You know, I'm not going to make comments either way on their relationship because I think people can have what they think what they want. And that's what the show's about. That's what fandom's about. But regardless of how you see the relationship, they do care very much for one another. And I am worried that either Yaz is going to come to injury or death trying to protect the doctor or the doctor's cause of regeneration is going to be trying to protect Yaz. I'm worried about how emotional that's going to be because, <laughs> you know, regardless of how you feel about a doctor, I feel like a regeneration is always very emotional and very sad. There is always that little bit of hope in there. I love Eleven's speech about, uh, I will always remember when the doctor was me and, you know, the whole, you, you gotta just keep going forward kind of thing. Um, but it's always emotional, you know, regardless of how you feel about a doctor, it's always sad when they go. So I'm prepared to cry a little bit, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing that Doctor Who can guarantee for any regeneration, it, it is that I will be crying. I will be sobbing, probably. <laughs> because it is it is emotional and oftentimes bittersweet because you are excited to meet someone new. But um, yeah. you're also sad to say goodbye to, you know, the one that you loved or, you know, the one that you spent a lot of this time with. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I know because I, I like I was looking at dates for something the other day because uh, I was uh, I wrote an article about, you know, Big Finish getting uh, renewed mm-hmm. their, their Doctor Who license renewed through 2023. And I talked a little bit about um, some of the spinoffs that I would like to see happen from 13's era. And, uh, you know, it's it's you know, it, it'll probably be a bit before we hear more stories from her again. There's usually a gap of at least a couple of years mm-hmm. um, between 
that. I, I Hopefully, maybe we'll get some more books and comics in the meantime. I mean, the, the comic right now uh, is featuring the 11th and 8th Doctors, um, but I do mm-hmm. hope that we'll continue to get more stories with her, you know, which is, it's always a good thing. For sure. Um, thank you. And I'm like, and on that note of about <laughs> leaving the doctors <laughs> and things like that, um, I think it's time to about yeah. wrap up this episode. But um, I just wanted to take the time to say thank you to the both of you for being here to talking Doctor Who with me and sharing everything with the listeners. Um, before we go, where can everyone find you and your work? You can find me on Instagram or TikTok under They Seek Her There. I'm also Chicago Chic Geek on Twitter. I My small business is called Logan Arts Chicago. That's also on TikTok and Instagram. Come yell at me about Doctor Who if you want or other fandoms. I post a lot about them on those platforms. And I like to talk about all sorts of things. So, yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter as at L-O-T Cosplay. Um, I haven't been posting a lot on TikTok recently because I've been too tired from working a retail job during the holidays to get into costume. <laughs> but yeah, I, especially on Twitter, I love to talk about all my different fandoms. Um, sometimes you will see a lot of tweets from me in a certain period of time because I'm like watching something or have gotten a new obsession but I'm always happy to talk geek with people so and if you haven't joined um, Elizabeth on a Doctor Who rewatch um, live tweet then you're missing out uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I would like it if my brain could do things other than Doctor Who trivia but hey I will put it to good use <laughs> <laughs> yes always please yeah. <laughs> well Thank you both for being here. Thank you to everyone who is tuning in. Um, Just thank you, Taylor and Elizabeth, for being here. Um, If you have any questions or comments, follow Temple of Geek on Facebook and Twitter using the handle Temple of Geek. Um, And if you want to check out other episodes of this podcast or other shows, head over to templeofgeek.com where you can find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. And as you can tell, we are major Doctor Who fans. So some of us are major Doctor Who fans, so you will find a lot of Doctor Who content. Um, So thank you all so much. And uh, warp warp, as the TARDIS would say. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.